Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simpster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Howdy! Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. I am Simsta, and I am joined here by Money Mike, and we have yours truly, Andrea Black. How are you, sweetie? Amazing. Amazing, considering. Money Mike, how are you doing today? Man, I'm good. You know, it was great football today. It was great football was today, great right? Football. I love all the combinations. If, they, if they, this, then that. It was that it was all it was all the consequences and and the games some of the games came down to the end not all of them but some of the games came down to the end right and then we had surprises like you know the coach was supposed to win and they got they i don't know what they did they lost to (laughs) the jaguars they got smoked Mm -hmm. they got smoked Um, what seattle do see uh pete carroll told seattle this was their super bowl so they came out and played. <laughs> no, at least I was should. I was bummed my Rams lost, but we still in it. We are still in the hunt, right? Man, man. we still in the hunt. They didn't lose a spot or anything. They didn't luckily. do anything. Yeah, because you know they were going for the West. You know the NFC West, and then Arizona lost. So then they got the NFC West. I like wanted five. the upset though. I wanted them to just crush dreams. You know, like yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I would tell you though, it's really interesting because you know we've been following the. You know, the Charger and the Rams so far, you know, situation. And usually in uh, with the Chargers, it, it, um, it's always the other team, the opposing team is 50 50, 60 40, whatever. But this, today, the 49er fans came out. So let's crazy. As always, we get started on the Profanity Nation podcast with our buddy, with our guy, professional athletic trainer, Marco Nunez. Let's go ahead and bring him in because you've got a lot to discuss today with Money Mike and Marco. Hey, Marco, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. How's everybody doing today? Very man, good. We are right, Thank man. You. Other than the fact that the Lakers are losing by. I think it's almost 30 now, right? Almost. So say, hey, so let's get right to it, man. So this this guy AD, right? It's been what about three weeks or so. And I know they say that they was gonna reevaluate him. What has he been doing, man? Anytime to reevaluate him and have him come back in. <laughs> like we know he had an ACL. We know that he's, you know, I, I don't even care if he's uh hundred percent of work, he'll never be, you know. So let, let's say we're about three weeks in on his on his injury. They said they're, they're going to reevaluate him. Hopefully, that's going to be this week. What is exactly what they're looking for? So basically, one they're going to when they reevaluate him, they do first they do an assessment on the table where they do what's called a valgus stretch. So they stress the knee or they stress the ligament, just like you do with the ACL, and see if if he has any discomfort or pain with it. If they if the doctor tests or the trainer tests it, and he's like, yeah, I'm having pain, I'm having discomfort. That's already a tell sign that it's it's not fully healed, and they got to give it some more time. If that test is negative, meaning that it feels fine, they'll probably do an MRI and see how how far the scar tissue has developed. That looks fine, then they get him back on you know they get him on the court and do some controlled movements and then see how he reacts on the part. So it all comes down to progression as far as a return to play type of thing. Um, obviously, you got to make sure that the ligament is intact, that everything has healed from, on the part, the scar tissue has developed, and then at that point, it's more see how he feels when he moves around. Now, I know they said four weeks. 
usually a mild MCL sprain takes anywhere between two to four weeks. That's like a first degree. Um, I know they never gave a degree. They never said whether it was a first, second, or third degree. I would not be surprised if he probably had a little bit of a second degree because when the when the athlete fell on him, his knee went into a good amount of valgus. Um, so he had a nice little impact there versus like a first degree is you kind of just twist your knee and like, ooh, kind of, kind of, you kind of bang it type of thing. So now bottom line, they have to wait till the ligament heals. It's intact and he's ready to return. Otherwise, he's at a high risk of injury for something else or re-injuring that knee itself. And I hate to, I hate to say this, you know, him being, and I hate categorizing athletes being injury prone, but that can develop to something else, which we kind of saw last year. It is what it is. History tells you if an if a, uh, athlete is injury prone. It just is. So so those are just facts. You can't, you know, try to hide those. You know, very bad news. All right, cool. Hey, so I, I don't even want to get into that. So you're telling me that we, right, we can't depend on AD. All right, cool. Let me ask you about Clay Day. Today they're calling it, they're calling it Clay Day, right? Where And he, we know that he had a couple of injuries. He had the knee first, and then he had the Achilles, and mm-hmm. they're calling it Clay Day. I know you haven't obviously – evaluating him what percentage do you think if you know is he actually um at do you think he's about 85 percent of himself higher or lower that number uh you know just you know because we know that it's almost like literally been like two years between the e and, and the and the achilles what what percentage Correct. if you had to take a guess watching everything he's gone through what percentage do you think he really is back See, the, the most interesting part about this is that he has – the ACL was on the left side, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, and then the the right Achilles, the Achilles was on the right side. So now he's got a right leg issue and a left leg issue. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be – you know, I'm not too worried about the physical part of all the doctors past him. What I'm more concerned right now with him is more the mental aspect of it. You know, how confident does he feel pushing off the right leg and landing on the left leg and kind of doing all those movements type of type of thing. So as an athlete, as you're coming back, those are the obstacles that you want to kind of overcome. So what's going to happen is that he's going to go out there. He's going to go for a layup. Someone's going to bump him. He's going to land on the left knee, and he's going to be like, Ugh. he's like, okay, I'm cool. All right, I, I think that's good. I passed that test. Then same thing. He's going to go on the right leg. Land, someone's going to bump him. He's going to land on the right leg. He's like, Ugh. Okay, I'm cool. I kind of passed that test. And these are just like little mild obstacles. But overall, not until he gets past those obstacles, those mental blocks he's going to have, which is natural for every athlete to go, he's not going to reach 100% until he gets past those. Until then, he's always going to be kind of guarded. He's going to be kind of a little bit, be very, very careful on the part, which is, it's normal and it's natural. I mean, he's gone through what, almost three years, two and a half years right. of, of this. Marco, has, has a team uh, ever incorporated actual therapy? Just, just mental therapy. Just sitting down with a, a therapist to discuss the the getting back into the game and the things that they might expect, or is it always just the physical rehab part? And, you know, that's interesting that you asked me that because I ha- I just did a podcast with Dr. Lisa uh, Sumti up I think from Oakland. She's a, a sports psychologist, and that's something that we kind of discussed. You know, about 15 years ago, um, teams have always had sports psychologists, but to be honest with you, I don't think they actually use them correctly like they should have, just like the question you mentioned. When an athlete goes through an injury, they go through these stages of, they go through stages of grief. Some athletes go through them a lot quicker. Like I'll give you a prime example. with When Kobe tore his Achilles tendon, by the time we were in the training room, by the time the doctor decided, hey, you know what? He needs surgery. He wanted to have surgery the very next day because he wanted to start the process. He went through those griefs. He went through the thing. I accept it. Boom, let's get it done. Let's move forward. I've had worked with other athletes 
that it took them a while to realize, hey, I have an injury here. I have to kind of do my rehab. I have to kind of go through this type of thing. So every athlete is, is different apart. But yeah, you're right. Nowadays, they do have sports psychologists. And I think at, uh, the teams need to use these sports psychologists for those specific reasons, for the mental aspect. Um, you know, like, uh, like I mentioned, sometimes the, the mental aspect, you know, having someone that's mentally tough, it's more as an advantage than having someone that's physically tough. You know, Kobe used to always have this thing about who do you want in the trenches with you? Do you want that mental tough guy that's going to be there with you, who's going to fight to the very end, but may not be very skilled? Or do you want that sharpshooter that can take somebody out from like 10 miles away, but when the, you know, when the, the heat comes on, he or she's gone and bailed. So that's kind of the question I want to ask. Cool. So let me, let's talk about some mental stuff because, and get over to another sport, you know, uh, AB, uh, you know, we, we saw what happened last last week, and then all week he's basically been trying to defend himself to try to say, I've been telling the coach I've been, I had an injury. Here's the text. I, Look at the text. Look and I couldn't text. go. And, and yeah, I, I read the text. I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing really was like 100% conclusive, but I, I know it's football, but isn't it the same, like, standards like don't, don't the, you guys have to clear them to be able to go out there and play and and and, and if they're clear they're expected and, and they're to play. clear they're expected to play or if they say hey trainer i'm not you know i can't go you know at what point my question is at what point did because he's talking about preliminary stuff like the day before he was telling them he couldn't go my question would be at that point, then why did you dress up? Why did you run out there? Why did you, why did you warm up? Like, you know, uh, have you ever heard of a situation like that where somebody the day before says that they can't go, but then they suit up to play and then say they, and then they said, I told you I can't go. Yeah, no, you, you find that plenty of times. And also you find it on the other aspect of it. You, you find players that you have to babysit them and kind of like, you know, kind of, hey, you're okay, you're okay, you can go out there type thing. And then you have other players on the other end um, where you have to kind of tell them, hey, you know what, the risk is too high than the reward you need to sit down. And there's some players that, that I've worked with, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but I'll throw some number 24 and number eight where no matter what you told him, he's going to go out there and give it all he's got. Even when, when, when you're like, hey, you know what, the risk is too high for the reward, he's going to go out the top thing. But that's that was his mentality. One of the best things about him is that he understood his body. But, yes. At the end of the day, the athlete kind of makes the decision as far as whether he or she wants to go out and play. The training staff, the sportsman staff, their job is to try to kind of see, make sure, keep the player out of injury. Um, but if you go back and look a couple, you know, a decade ago with the Super Bowl with Terrell Owens, every doctor, every sports medicine person, everybody told him, hey, you know, you should not go out there. You should not go out there. He went out there. He still played. He did okay type of thing. Also, the same thing comes down to the situation. Um, every situation is slightly different. You know, are, are you in a play? And we talked about this. Are you in a playoff hunt? Are, are, is, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it a game that you have to win? Do you have to go out there? Same thing with AD. Remember last year, AD had the groin issue. Should have he been out there? Now we look back in hindsight, probably not. But the Lakers were probably trying to make that playoff hunt. They're trying to, you know, get, get out of that. Um, it, it, was it the eighth seed or something like that? The ninth seed they wanted to get out of that, that little mini tournament. And he went out there and kind of gave it a go. Could he have made his, that groin worse? Yeah, there's a possibility he could have made it worse. But that's a question on that part. Uh, yeah, because that's that was my whole thing. Like, man, look, if you can't play, just, just don't, don't, play. Don't, don't play. Just, you know, or, you know, because I, I 
it's, it's a whole lot of mental stuff. I know that that going. We we was talking, asking about that earlier. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know about like but that situation. And, and here's, here's the one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There's more to that though, Marco. Yes. I, I I definitely understand, but uh, we have the actual greatest uh, situation on Clubhouse where AB actually came on Clubhouse. Yeah, I, I, I and he did an interview, and um, he was saying I actually did the research to look at his contract. He was up for like three different incentives: mm -hmm. three hundred thirty-three, three hundred thirty-three thousand to make forty-six more yards, three hundred thirty-three thousand to get one more touchdown, right. another three hundred. So virtually a million dollars, right. and we already know you, you cook, you massage therapist, and everybody else. So he probably wanted to be out there, but give me the touches, and if I'm not touching it, I don't need to be out here. But when I'm asking you to go into the game, and you're not going. There's more to that. Did you listen? I listen. I did listen. <laughs> I, I did listen. And, and, and Andrea's right. Here's the thing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, she's right. That the, the problem is that every case scenario is completely different. There's so many yep. elements and variables that are behind the, the scene that people don't know and don't understand. Just like she mentioned, there's contract, there's bonuses, um, there's point systems. Um, is a playoff game? You know, are they playing? And I hate to say, sometimes are they playing their 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 previous team that they just got cut or they got traded for? And they want to play because they want to you know show up type of thing. Um, so there's so many things. And then also on the other end aspect, when you're trying to get a player to go out there and play, there's other aspects. Hey, this is my contract year. I'm not going to go out there and risk. Uh, you know, I feel 95, percent um, but I'm not going to go play because there's a five percent chance I can re-injure. This is my contract year. I don't want to go out there type of thing. So and so so it, it it's a two-edged sword, and it's there's so many elements of variables, just like you mentioned, that people don't know about as far as what, what goes on involved in it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll admit I took it, I took it a little bit more personal because I'm a Raider fan and this dude when it got frostbite and, and all that stuff, and and he acted a fool like on my team when <laughs> you know, so I'm like my mentality is like here this guy go again, like just you know the Ben Simmons saga. Yeah, but like, this time he has a point. Honestly, when you listen to him, because there's always what like, was this point on on Clubhouse? If you know so, what. what he was saying is basically, um, he had a conversation with his head coach, uh, and they were uh, communicating via text, and he was saying basically that, you know, I'm trying my hardest, coach, to be there for you and the team, um, and I know that I have things and obligations that I need to hit to make sure that I'm out there being productive. But when he said he went out there. Mind you, he was on the field. Remember, mm -hmm. he was on the field, but he wasn't getting any touches. So he's like, I'm sitting out here sacrificing my body mm -hmm. and I'm not getting touches. So you have me out here running routes and I'm not getting touches. Is it, did I'm it get going open? to. Yes. Were, did you watch the game? <laughs> I'm not that guy. I yes. saw, I didn't he watch was that getting game. open, but he wasn't getting touches. So he needed to go then out there. Brady did. So <laughs> I'm just so, saying. So my my. What I got from it is there's there's three sides to the story. I believe both. I believe there's his side, the league side, or his team side, and the and truth. The truth. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, and I honestly okay. believe there's some valid points he had. Do I agree with how he reacted? Absolutely not. However, he had a point. There's a lot of these athletes that literally sit here and risk their body in mm -hmm. moments, right? And the same league that hired you, they're the same league that can cut you, mm -hmm. trade you to Timbuktu, hold you back. or hold you back. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make sure that you get a contract coming up, you got to take care of your body because you're mm -hmm. worth what your body's worth. 
That's uh-huh. just my point. I but understand. No, and you're 100% right. And then that's kind of goes back to what I keep saying about the risk reward. Before the game, like you mentioned, the reward was way up here because there, there was a playoff bonus. There's that extra touchdown bonus. The reward was like, okay, I'm good. I, I, I can risk it because the reward's here. But as you mentioned, all of a sudden when he's playing out there and he's not getting those touches and he's noticing that, all of a sudden that reward now is going down and that exactly. risk is becoming higher. So he got to the point where it's like, you know what? The risk is too high for me to be Correct. out here. You're not giving me the touches. The reward has gone down. Why am I out here? Then you go out. And that's, usually, that's usually what it comes down to as far as when it comes when when it's almost so close as far as deciding whether the player's going to play or not. It's always a risk reward type of thing. And like you mentioned, always the coaches are involved in the decision process. The training staff's involved. The general managers oftentimes even involved. A lot of people are involved when it comes to that close. So everybody understands. Hey, okay, the player's going to go out there. He or she's going to risk herself or himself for the team. Everybody's on the same page. Or hey, this type of thing. And I think, like you said, at, at some point he felt the risk was too high. Why am I out here? Marco, do you, do you believe behind the scenes the coaches and everybody was aware of those bonuses or was really, I mean, does the coach concerned about, yes, it's obvious. And and, and do you believe there's any possibility of uh, behind the scenes holding back to save that money? I mean, is, is the... that I don't know. Um, were the coaches aware that there's probably bonuses? I'd be very surprised if they were not aware of that. Um, okay. I'm sure that's something that they probably said that, that Antonio Brown probably had to sit down with the head coach. Hey coach, if I'm going to play tonight, this is what I'm playing for. I get these bonuses. I got to make sure I keep that reward up here because I'm risking my, you know, same thing with Terrell Owens. When he played the Super Bowl, the risk was a championship ring. He understood that. If it was that game one of the season, I'll tell you would not have played on game yeah. one of the season because the risk was been way too high. But the reward, the chance of that reward was up there. So it comes out to that. I saw an alert on um, Instagram. Uh, Tom Brady wouldn't leave the field until Gronk hit his. So I believe everybody knows. Yeah, they I think you share it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And they, yeah. they stand by each other. Marco, exactly. thank you so much for sticking with us and uh, sticking with us extra long today. We appreciate it. We appreciate the good information. So so how long are, are we away from, from uh, AD coming back and Vogel getting fired? What was that? A couple more weeks? Yeah, a couple more weeks. A couple more weeks. <laughs> All right, cool. Cold here. Yeah, no, not cold here. Beanie said that, that Vogel's safe until everyone comes back. So everyone's just waiting for AD to get back. And then they have one game. And if they don't win, that's it. Everybody's yeah, that's fine. it. Oh. <laughs> no, we right, gotta right. wait for Kendrick Nunn. Remember, he's oh, not no. back, so oh, we yeah. gotta wait. Remember? We're never gonna ask about Kendrick. Oh, no. And hopefully, nothing happens between them. Yeah. Now. Okay, guys. But uh, hey, look, it's one twenty-six, one eighteen. This one let y'all know oh, they can, they've come back. Okay, and, guys. And, and this guy Austin Reeves is balling. This I minute. told you we were gonna go on a run. Did I not? Yeah, yeah, you did. There's How one... many minutes is left? <laughs> one minute. 15 <laughs> hey. hey, I see Reggie Miller do it, man. Come hey, on, bro. It can happen. <laughs> it can All right. Let's Thank go. you so much, Marco. We'll let you catch the end of the game. All right. Take care. <laughs> Goodbye, Thank Marco. You. All right, Marco. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right. Again, great information. Marco always bringing it. Um, you know, this Antonio Brown situation is just it, it's just funky. You it, there, it's it's the crux of sports. You have it, everybody knows it's a business, but right. it's supposed to be a team and you're supposed to still show up for your team and sacrifice your body for the team. But in reality, the team never sacrifices themselves for you or your body. If you're the player, right? So will that ever get solved? No, 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 <laughs> no, that's it's a, no. You know what? That's a good to answer. Be, to be honest, because the brotherhood of the NFL I honestly believe that, you know, people are out here, you know, for business um, 
in, in in businesses like the NFL, like, and if I'm being all the way candid and a hundred percent honest, you're a trading piece. Like you're you're another piece out of fifty five man roster. Um, next man up for cheaper without without a guaranteed contract. <laughs> exactly. I don't believe that there are only certain players that you you do things to appease them. I think that. Um, Antonio Brown. My my thing about that is with the situation. I know because of his talent, somebody's gonna pick him up. Yeah, uh, it doesn't even matter about his. But it doesn't. That doesn't I, matter. I, I, I know what you're. Matter. I know you're. I no, I know. I know the feelings that you're putting on the table. However, the facts say he's one of the best receivers, and he's gonna get a job. Okay. Question. Period. He'll get the job. Will the players? respect him and want to play with him and will they trust him listen there's a team in pittsburgh i'm pretty sure we'll that would him. take him back <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so Try. i don't think okay. tomlin. i don't think tomlin would do you, th- okay. do you think the players on that team would trust him or expect possibly that he could just walk out on them at any time especially if he's not getting <laughs> close to his bonus is in pittsburgh See, man but look you know I, I just look at different things. i think he, to me he is he's just selfish this is a raider uh, no, fan talking, right. just but, letting y'all know who a scorned reader. Absolutely, you know, I, I admit that. But <laughs> I mean, this dude, like, what are you doing? How are you gonna get? I mean, you know, you're going into what the chrono, what's the chrono, what that thing called? You know, you gotta put some, <laughs> some on your feet, frostbit, really, though. Like, what are you doing? And then we didn't do nothing, we did nothing but try to cater to you, and you, you just acted a, a fool. Like, why do I want to deal with that? That's like to me, that's a headache. You know, I, I feel like Tomlin, you know, I was a genius because everybody was giving him a whole lot of slack for, you know, not really tripping off of A.B. and letting them go. And then and Le'Veon Bell kind of did the same thing. And then he went somewhere else to kind of have to not as crazy as A.B., but but still, like, I think there's something wrong with that mental and he's just selfish. Look. Dennis Rodman went and did a wrestling match in the middle of the finals, right? But you knew he was going to be so there for true. the team. So, well, you know what I mean? Like I, he I was, he was a little off. Yeah, right? oh, he was way off. He was way off. He did, you know, he married himself. But <laughs> <laughs> look, when, when when it was time for him to play in he form, showed he showed up, and he and, and and that's all I want him to do. Just can can you just come and show up? If you are hurt, then you go to the training staff. And say, look, man, I can't go. The training staff could tell Bruce Aarons, hey, AB just came to me and said I can't go. So are you talking about his own personal doctor, or are you talking about you want him to go to the team doctor? Listen. Well, he just has, he should notify the team doctor. I'm about to shake some stuff, because I'm team AB all the way. I don't (sighs) care. But he should notify the team doctor, or whatever the standard protocol is. You're correct. Because the doctor should be the one to say, yeah, this is the issue, so forth. I agree. However, I also believe like if you're in a conversation with your head coach that's telling you I'm ready, I want you to suit up. I want you to be out there. You telling him my ankle hurts. It was turned over a couple of games ago. I still don't feel healthy. And this is what I'm reading in your text message conversation snapshots. They, they literally are <laughs> available to read if you would like to read yeah, them. They are, they're, yeah. They're so if you're having this conversation, you know, and at the end of that, he's like saying, yeah, I'm gonna be out there as coaches as as long as I know I'm gonna be okay. And then when I go out there, I'm not getting touches, but I'm running routes and I'm putting weight on this very ankle that's hurting, bruh. Like, 
Make it make sense to me. Like, don't have me out here. There's somebody that can have my spot if you're not going to let me touch it. Okay, but how fair is that, though? So you're telling me, okay, so when I go out there, definitely the ball's coming to me. Not definitely, but like... At least a a fair shake. Exactly. A fair fair share, whatever the, the average has been. Should continue. Listen, if that's he's the one case. of the top receivers that we've ever seen. When we look at the draft, we're looking for the next Randy Moss. We're looking for the next Antonio Brown. I, I guess here's <laughs> here's the main question. Okay, so uh, coach didn't get him the touches. They didn't call his number. Uh, Brady's obviously had the, coach did not call his number. Are they better off today, leading into the playoffs without AB than they were with? And should they have just I mean, did they accomplish what they were trying to accomplish? Did it, I mean, obviously backfire, but let's go to the disgruntled Raider fan. Let's, let's go. go. Man, listen, you got Tom Brady out there. He's going to throw to anybody. He he made he made so many pro See, bowls. that's the one thing, too, that the, Tom he Brady, made, even he if. He made so many pro bowls. Even if his coach said, avoid A.B. because he's got that bone, Brady's not going to do that. So A.B., lo- no, Brady likes A.B. Yeah, so it doesn't, that doesn't add up. I, it, it does to me because at the end of the day, we want to, we definitely want to make sure that we do um, what's best for the team. Yes. Maybe throwing to his side uh-huh. um, wasn't feasible for the offense. Right. Okay. However, there's somebody that can take his place if he's not going to touch the ball. That's what I'm saying. So put somebody else in. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all I'm you. saying. I'm not giving them that. And chance. save them for the playoffs. I'm, I'm you don't giving. have to. I will. Yeah. I'll I'm not giving that change. change. I no. sure okay. will. Now, right. now, but but you think the the players would play with him and have no problem because there's I other players so. that are holdouts and such like that. Okay, all right. Well, today was a huge NFL day. Today was the final games of the season, I believe, if I'm correct. Yes, and every game today, or most games, had implications on playoff standings, including our local teams for the Chargers and the Rams. At least as they started the game, go ahead and fill us in on that Rams game, Money Mike, please. Man, that Rams game was was really crazy. It, it was it was a back and forth. It was overtime. Uh, you know, uh, it, 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 man, this. Uh, at the start of the game, you had the 49ers and the Rams. The Rams were playing for the NFC West, you know, uh, uh, standing. And 49ers were playing just to make the playoffs. So uh, right around five minutes left in the fourth quarter, Arizona lost. So that made the Rams not having to play for anything. <laughs> they you know? won already. We good. <laughs> right. we, good. Yeah, like, we good. We good. Right. We in first place. We good. Um, the 49ers still had a mission. And I don't think that the Rams knew, but the 49ers came at it. But like I said, it was, it, that crowd was 50-50, man, too. So That's surprising have for a ever, Rams crowd. No, it's not. Yeah. Have you so been? Far. I've been to – no, I've been to SoFi. I've been to uh, – Chargers, yes. Rams, a little bit stronger. No, there but, are so many Niner fans. That is true. Right. Because is we true. haven't they, had they a team strong. – the Niner fans, like I, when I went to the Rams game, the Rams and Niners game last year, literally at no two years ago. Good God, this was before the pandemic. My goodness, yeah. oh God. we just we just black out the pandemic, dude. And go to, it's oh, so wait, wait, wait. oh my gosh, but BC. before the pandemic, no, it's BC, BC before COVID, before COVID. <laughs> it's BC exactly before COVID, and I went to a, a Rams and Niners game. There, it, it was a sea of red. A sea of red. I was like, yo, there's a lot of Niner fans out here. That actually makes a lot of sense because you said, you know, there was no team in L.A. for a long time. So they went and they found, you know, a team that was successful. That team was going to be San Francisco for many years. So that actually makes a lot of sense. So you want to hear something funny, man? Please. 
like right now, there is a a game in overtime, and it's Raiders thirty two, the Chargers twenty nine. Really? What? Yes. In huh. overtime, seven minutes left in overtime. You know what's funny about this? What's funny about this is if this ends up, say the Chargers score a field goal yep. and it's a tie. What is the score right now, please? It's 32-29, seven you. minutes left in the game. Who's that? The, the Raiders? Raiders just kicked the field goal. Okay. Right. Chargers but, came back. The, right. Which right, means the Chargers came back. They were down back. by two yeah. touchdowns, with, right? Right. Which means the Chargers came back. Scores down. If the Chargers Jeez. score a field goal and make it 32-32, you, you know, automatically win. Though. No, you know what's uh, funny about that? It's a tie. Both of them made the playoffs. Oh, sure. That's a tie. Right. The, who, guess, the people that's out is Pittsburgh. They oh, need. Wow. So they, I, I want to know what the winner. I want to know what the odds were on that. Bet. Man, if there is. A, man, it's got to be crazy. Th- now, is, now, now, the Raiders, however, hilarious. the Raiders hold the cards in this one because the Raiders. I believe, have. Yeah, but I believe the Raiders have already gone to three overtime games this year and right, won and all three. Undefeated. And, and they're, they're undefeated. undefeated. And now they're in their fourth at home. Big, 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 big responsibilities. But this is hilarious to me, though, because literally, what if they go and talk? I know they're not, but I'm just throwing it up. Hey, hey, like, look, hey, if we just tie this game, we can both yeah. make it. Wanna, Let's go on that. Wanna see under the table? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, they, hey, we don't want to see Pittsburgh. Hey, Roethlisberger got that story. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's about, he he's 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 about yep. to retire. You know, we don't we don't want to go Shut against that. Window. that. Hey, this, <laughs> hey, just go. We just gonna let y'all kick a field goal. We are gonna run this timeout. We both in the playoffs. I'm just and gonna say, for the sake of the game <laughs> and for the NFL, I'm gonna say that's not happening. And you have two teams that are right. fighting for every possible chance but, that they have to get into the but playoffs. Here's the thing, though. But you all, you guys, and always, I love it. It's beautiful. But 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 you but you all know how many times have there been stories? You know what I mean? That like, but when Houston won, I'm not. We, we know they cheated now, but when they had that big old hurricane, you know, they had the big old hurricane. They, they have the story. Yeah, uh, then they the won the Super Bowl. Lakers, you know I mean? Lakers, yeah, Bubble, Kobe, yeah. same thing. Right. When, you, know, you, you got know that mean? story, Jason. Was, it was so wonderful. Right, that's uh. what I'm saying. So I don't want this Pittsburgh story. I mean. <laughs> It, it, that can build momentum. It could. That yeah. can build that, that, could. that that's sure. exactly what Jason would build the ring around. Right, right. <laughs> Jason of <laughs> Beverly Hills. We right. interviewed Jason of Beverly Hills and he stated that when he builds a ring, he's looking for that story. What it, was the theme of the season and so forth? Obviously the so bubble was. You don't even Kobe. want to give Pittsburgh a chance. That, you know, it's too it's too early for my out of bounds. But in that we'll get there. We'll money, get there. Right. That would be a good out of bounds though, money, Mike. <laughs> yes. That would be a good one. Oh yeah. Well, we'll see yeah. what happens. Let's if that see. happens, oh, yeah. then we can happens. then we can contemplate whether that was so actually it's 30, there. It's thirty-two twenty-nine to charge the ball. How many ball. minutes now? Seven. It was uh, six minutes and forty-six seconds. All right. Anyway, okay. so let's talk about the Lakers. Okay. It's going to be a uh, the, the Rams lost. We talked about that. Chargers and pretty much playoffs are set now for the NFL. The Colts, I don't know what they did. They, they just they helped a lot of betters, I guess. I mean, like, I'm not sure. <laughs> Man, for real. Yeah. yeah like, whoever, just, whoever, <laughs> bet, whoever bet Jacksonville, who were like two and what, 14? I don't know. Like, this is their game. That's ridiculous. This is their game. They're going to do it this time. That's their Super Bowl game. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's right. it. They, got they played in the Super Bowl yeah, they and they won. Have, they don't even have a good coach, though. Like, you know, Pete Carroll's a good coach. You know, they it had, don't matter. They, got dude. they played in their Super Bowl and they won. Man. They are going to party they tonight. They were all over the place. <laughs> Yo. Man, they, I mean, the number one Russian uh, uh, running back, you know, Taylor, he he was there and they could he couldn't get nothing. Like, Deal. Man, yeah. if they would have played all that, like, that way all year, 
<laughs> All right, everybody, yeah, don't man. go anywhere. We're going to be right back. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk Lakers. We're going to update everybody as to what's going on over there. Uh, they just finished a game with the Memphis Grizzlies. We're going to talk about that, talk about the uh, status of the Lakers and what they need to do moving forward. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty. Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660. Or visit her online, www.jessebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla español. 310 That's funny. Okay, so we still laugh at that one commercial. Thank you, Jesse <laughs> Brown, for being such a good sport with the habla espanol. That is me, of course. Uh, okay, everybody, so so this game is still going on. We have the, the Chargers versus the Raiders going on in the background, an incredible game in overtime. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, there was another game today. The Lakers have been on fire. The Lakers are on a four-game winning streak going into tonight's game. They have finally turned the corner. They have some momentum. There, there's, there's just we're seeing some sparks of life and some offense and some defense. And I just really think. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Oh, they lost tonight. Yeah, they did. Oh, uh, my bad. I don't know what meant momentum you thought they <laughs> had, well, but okay. Hey. Please fill us in. Yeah, let, let me just say this. Shout out to Shay. She was she said that she predicted a five game winning streak. She was really close. She, she was. She yes. got four. But you know what I what I don't understand is uh they're talking now they're talking about doing a trade with the guy that nobody wanted but you know, but us. And now they're trying to do a trade package so that way, like, what are we doing? Like, why are we trying first to, of all, who's the guy? You're you're a hater. I already know who you're about to say. You're a whole hater. I'm not. I'm first not it was Braun. Who else is it? Hey, listen. Say, first of say all, his name. Let me just say. For, let me just say. First of all, I've been giving LeBron props. I've been saying it's that he ball. is doing all. I guess he is doing all that he possibly can do to you know to will this team to win. Uh, I you know we I I have been right. I give credit where credit's due. Um, I still think that we need to have. <sighs> Look, I, I just hate the shoot the three pointer and nobody's looking for a rebound. You know, the little small. <laughs> well, they, 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 they assume it's Curry throwing. Right. And they just go ahead and run back down the court. Apparently. <laughs> okay, so, hey, you know, 
They're yeah. kicking the they're yeah. kicking the field goal. Are, 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 are they kicking a field goal? They are kicking the field goal. Really are kicking the field goal. And how many yards? It's going through. It's good. It's good. Oh yeah. It's thirty-two, thirty-two with four minutes. With four minutes left in the game. All right. Anyway, No, no, no. Let them know what happens if it's a tie, money, money. Listen, if this is a tie, both the Raiders and the Chargers get into the playoffs. And the storyline <laughs> behind that possibly behind that, a Ruffless Burger, you know, you know, this is Pre- final season. A premium exit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, right. It's so, so, so essentially what this is, is, is if the Chargers and the Raiders tie this game, which right now they're tied and they're in overtime, then Pittsburgh's out. This is and the reason why Money Mike is, is happy that Pittsburgh is out is because we always hear of that team in the playoffs that that makes it for that Cinderella team. And the reason why they're Cinderella is because they have some sort of drive, some sort of driving force behind it. And this year, you're predicting that that would be David. This is Roethlisberger's final game at home. This is his last game. And he's retiring, isn't yeah. he? He right. said he so was going to retire. Last hey, yeah, is this, is this going to be his final game? You know, they they won. It's going to be your final game, all right. They're, they're like, <laughs> it has to be a win or a loss. And, and as long as it's a win or loss, it's unlikely for it to be a tie. Then we're going to see Roethlisberger in the playoffs. Like, yeah, no, but, let's kill this storyline. Just <laughs> knock it out right now. And then you have your Raiders amazing. in there. Man, oh, the yeah. Chargers. Raiders and Chargers. Right? Raiders and Chargers. Okay, yeah. so there's four and a half minutes left. We'll keep you right. guys updated as okay, to that cool. game right there. But, but getting back, man, like, listen. Can Say we Say his name. Respect him, I'm, man. Come on. Yeah, who are they trying Good to trade? Good grief. That you want me to say it for wanted. you? You want me to say it for okay, you? Because I'm, I'm on go, it. Go ahead, Andrea. Ben Simmons is that guy. How about that? Okay. Ben Simmons is that guy. And for all the, the, the naysayers around there, to me, honestly, Ben Simmons fits better on the Lakers than Russell Westbrook does. At this point, we have better defense. He could play one through five, like you're seeing LeBron doing for the last four or five games, uh, which we've been doing pretty well. Right. Uh, Ben Simmons has the ability to facilitate. He's not worried about scoring. And we picked up a bunch of scores. So why not bring him in? He would help with all of our deficiencies. Wouldn't that complete the monopoly? We'd have every single clutch player that exists on the team. I think we I think we won shy and he's in Washington right now losing. So (laughs) it's okay. Look, look, I've been wanting Ben Simmons since the beginning of the season. You've yeah, been right. arguing for yeah. Right. So, that that so trade I'm is like, something you and everybody it. thought I was crazy. I said, but nah, listen, you smart. I told him, I said, listen, we need this to just be able to handle the ball and play some defense. We did, we got all these other shooters around. My whole thing is now, I was like, okay, it's been similar to shape. You know, it, that, that's know, my question too. Uh, you know, because right now. Listen, At least. what we have, you know how many injuries we have? We'll take him in shape, out of shape, outdoor shape, whatever. Like, he'll get in shape. He's 25. He's 25. Okay. You won't <laughs> do, okay. Are you, you're making this move for the long term, right? You're making this yes, move not for this 25. season, next season. This no, but even if you bring him to the team right now. Yeah. It's literally he's you a winning piece. Play. Okay, so you Jeff. believe what? How? What's the plus? How many? How? If we trade for Ben Simmons right now, Westbrook's gone. Ben Simmons pieces, whatever it is. What's our plus win in factor? How it's, many games? Listen, Four or five with more Russ games? on our team, we're definitely in the negative. Go check his uh, uh-huh. player rating. Okay. okay? Yeah, okay. So when you when you bring in Ben Simmons, you have every deficiency met. And we still have shooters. Poor Carmelo is sitting out there. He's been terrible since 
uh, um, AD has been out because when AD is there, he draws the defense mm-hmm. and that open Great three spot. is perfect and money for uh, Carmelo. Now, when you only have LeBron and Russ, we know Russ ain't going to hit that shot. So all the defense stays true, right? If you bring Ben in there, he's perfect in transition. All these missed layups we're missing. Ben Simmons is going to make sure we make them. Okay. Then you have somebody that's going to facilitate to every shooter we got from Malik Monk to THT to Carmelo to uh Al- who else goes? Because it's probably Bruh, not going to be a one on one. No, we well, can... no, well, well, we oh, already no. have an open roster spot, but but that's Stanley Johnson to, to, to take in order to take on Westbrook's salary, they're going to probably request some other pieces. So, so who else is involved? But the is that, money, is that the Monk? money says, the money says we get Ben and another player because Ben makes less than but, Russ. Yes, but we're we're trying to uh, but they don't uh, want sell Russ, off though. some salary. So they're taking on salary. They normally want something, trade picks, whatever it might be. Okay, um, but they're going to want who something. Want? Well, exactly. So, so who you're you okay with anybody? Westbrook yes. and anyone besides LeBron yes. and, maybe, and maybe Carmelo. What about Carmelo? No, you can't have Carmelo. Okay, deal. But they don't need him. No, you no, know no. what I'm saying? But like a monk? No, we okay. need him. Okay. Now, <laughs> you've heard some rumors about monk, correct? Yeah, they want to throw monk like nobody wanted they're monk. They're crazy. But they, you know, you know, they're offering monk and THT to try to make the deal. And that's not what I want at all. I don't think we need to trade Monk. Listen, at this point, I've been saying this since the beginning of the season and before. Malik Monk is a very beneficial piece. He should have been playing long time ago so he can get comfortable. He should have been playing 30-plus minutes. During this four-game winning streak, he's yes. been the beneficial piece, yeah. like I've been saying for weeks he, on this absolutely, show. Absolutely. And, and tonight, I think he has earned a bad night. It is okay. We have players that need a bad night. Heck, people don't That's ever want to point out. No, but people don't want to point Lakers. out Steph Curry has bad nights. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know what? Also, when you when you have a player like a Malik Monk and he goes one game, okay, two, three games, okay, by that fourth or fifth game, teams are going to start to scout and they're going to start to actually plan and go. Malik Monk's hitting those threes. We're going to get out to where those first three, four games, nobody's looking for him because he, he came out of nowhere essentially for the Lakers. Like you said, no other team even wanted the guy. Right. So um, uh, now you start to scout for him. You start to actually play some defense on him, and, and it might affect his game a little bit. But I don't think so. That's where the coaching comes in and put him in a position to succeed. Well, let, let's go to Clubhouse and see. Yeah, let's blink, do that. Blink your mic if you. Uh, who are you giving up for Ben Simmons that Andrea wants? Besides Westbrook, you got to add another piece. Let's say who's going besides Westbrook. Do we have anybody chatting up there? Yeah, go ahead, blink your mic if you have a comment. Let us know. Um, go ahead, Crispy. Yeah, um, I th- I definitely throw Ken Bazemore in that in that trade. Well, it's probably like THT. <laughs> THT can go too. THT, okay. Okay, are they going to take Ken ba- Ken Bazemore though? That's pretty much just dead weight. That's a good question. That's pretty much dead weight. Um okay, and, and but you do like are you, are you a fan now crispy of the Westbrook for Ben Simmons trade? Oh yeah, I'm definitely a fan. Um from the beginning of the season. You I have been. Really okay. Fan. I knew you were a smart guy, okay. Crispy. I knew you were Okay, smart. there you go. Yeah, he, he leads the clubhouse for a reason. Um <laughs> exactly, crispy. Okay, so do you believe that that is the move? that might turn things around for the Lakers. Cause even, you know, at this point we have to be real. This team has built, even if they get going, they're not going to contend. They, they just, there's too many holes, too many weak spots, and they've all been exposed. Um, do you believe that, that the addition of a Ben Simmons subtraction of a Westbrook would change that this season? 
I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I believe they changed the narrative for sure. Uh, I think Ben Simmons can bring a lot to the table. He still can give you that triple-double that Russell uh, Westbrook gives teams. So um, he played defense for one. Uh, Russ don't play any defense. So mm-hmm. Ben Simmons got he's, he's up like two on them already. As far as Ben Simmons shooting, um, I believe he's a great shooter. You know, he's just nervous and get inside his own head, uh, which, you know, throw his game off when it comes to shooting. But I think if he sticks to the layups and, you know, distributing the ball, uh, we'd be pretty good with him. Excellent. Look, I hate to interrupt this, man. Look, it's 30 it's seconds good. left. It's 32, it's 32. Game. And it looks yeah. like they over there talking to each other. <laughs> exactly. We both going to get in. Right, yeah. So let's go on ahead and call it why, why we want to cost ourselves money. You <laughs> right. know, the, even I'm one game is millions. We both right. need to go home and celebrate right about now. I mean, they hey, like, Chris, do you think there's anything to that? The Raiders and the Chargers talking and working as in, in uh, conspiring to keep the Steelers out. What do you think? Is he still hey, there? man, um, it, it, it could be. I mean, NFOs is real. It, it can get real sneaky over there, man. I mean, I mean, man. You know, you only get you only get one game, and that's the we Super see Bowl, more so. crooked, right, Crispy? We see more crooked. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, yeah, literally, they're what around right around a thirty yard Chris line, Paul. and it's fifteen seconds left in the game, and they're letting it tick down, and their car is over there talking to the referee as it just ticks. Oh, they're gonna go oh, for the field goal. They're, okay, they're, but they, it's like a fifty yarder, and they don't have Janikowski. Come on, <laughs> okay, okay, it's all okay. right, all right. This is it. Watch this the Raiders. This will happen. All right, all right. look. This you know what? Neat. Though this is neat. Yeah, because the kicker just go kick it to the left. No, it's okay. Watch the Raiders <laughs> pull out some stuff. I promise you. Watch you think the Raiders that. are winning? Oh, my God. Watch. Oh, Andrea's putting I it on like the line you. right now. Amen. Andrea Black is saying that the Raiders I are am. going to win this I game am. with two seconds They're left. They're going to make the 50-yard. Oh. Watch. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, this is not a regular. It's, not a regular. Okay. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> NFL playoff football, that's what it's about. Right. Daniel you know Carlson I mean? going out there. Uh, he's going to... Uh, he Daniel, really has nothing to lose. Daniel, who? Carlson. Yo, this is crazy. This Dude, guy you know is how much kicking. These, you know how, how much uh, these 47 yards. Money Mike, you know how much these kickers make for one kick? You know, know. this yes. one kick. And this is 47 yards. Two <laughs> seconds it. left in the game. Yeah, but they're in the playoffs uh, no matter what at this point. Man, the, right. Bro, yeah, this is for, his, the playoffs next, no this is for his next paycheck. Here we it's go. Good. Oh, it's good. And it's good. Chargers are gone. What did I win? What did I win, coach? You you know what you won? What did I win? You know what you won? Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Herbert. Oh, oh Herbert's that out. hurts. Oh. That hurts for the Chargers. Man. Wow. Oh, man. All right. Getting back to the Lakers. Can, the Lakers, Lakers. can the Lakers pull off a last-minute shot and, and okay. make the playoffs? So, so let's see. Okay, so the Lakers are playing Memphis Grizzlies tonight. They they do have a uh, – they're getting their players back, Ariz is back and so forth. We still have, you know, AD out and none is out, but – you know, players that get coming back again. We we thought that they were starting to gain some momentum. They they were on this four game winning streak, and and one loss again doesn't remove their momentum. But it it still wasn't pretty. They went down big just to fight to come back, and and just didn't have enough in the end, which we see so often and so much in games. Um, what do you make of that? What do you make of Jaw? John Moran playing, choosing not to play for the Clippers and choosing for the Lakers. You had some some choice uh, opinion and thoughts on that. Go ahead, Andrea. I was pissed when I tell you. Okay, so I went to. I was fortunate enough to go see Ja, and well, Ja was sitting on the sideline, but I was able to see the Grizzlies and the Clippers, and they blew the Clippers out without Ja on the floor. Dylan Brooks going out injured. Uh, Stephen Adams. Uh, 
Adam's in play. I call him Aquaman. Sorry, I can't. I, uh, he does. I he looks apologize. like the same guy. He Absolutely. Does. Uh, same thing. So, I can't get him uh, straight. They look dude, the same. I'm telling you. Yeah, to me too. But I was like, yo, Ja would sit out a game and then want to come back to play the Lakers. And granted, I understand because you're playing. The Lakers is the important team in L.A. Let's just face it. Everybody That's, wants to beat the nobody Lakers. Nobody was watching. The we, get game. we get it. We get it. Yeah, because that ticket was $30. So, <laughs> but anyway. And how many so, how many rows? <laughs> I was in on the floor. <laughs> right. Oh, Yo, did I you mean, see me? I Yo, mean, I, got, yeah. I, got, I got FaceTime. Got face I got uh, snapshots. Nice. Yo, I see you on TV. Bro, the really? Text going yeah. off, text going off the phone. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, awesome. Man, I've been well, trying to tell these Slipper fans, man, how cheap these tickets are. They're, they're so cheap. It's unbelievable. I believe they're I'm single so digits up in the 300s, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, literally they're, $7. Like $2. Like $2. Like $2. No, it's $7. Oh. They just upped it. Well, <laughs> well, you know why? Because it costs money to print. <laughs> Actually, you don't even print the <laughs> we tickets anymore. We gotta pay anymore. for the paper. We yeah, pay for you the paper. have to pay for the paper. Makes sense. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. so uh, John Morant, but he he chose not to play for the Clippers, but the Clipper game, but he did for the Lakers. And let me just say, he showed his hops. He he. What it, did we saw that play? He hit his head Man, on the backboard. Dude, I think he jumped higher than Shannon Brown. Yeah, I was watching. I just so much memories of uh, Hops with Shannon Brown getting up there. But uh, man, does he get up there? Yeah, I he mean does. that dude jumped up. And he, and it was another play where it was an alley oop, and he had to duck his head so that way his head wouldn't hit the rim. Yeah, he had to I go worry under. about, but I worry about him. You know why? Because it reminds me of the Derrick Rose story. Uh, high flyer. Um, very high flyer, Plays very active. Um, definitely crashes the board. Uh, gets to the paint very easily because of his athleticism. I worry about him because one of these days I don't want it to happen, but you can land wrong. Right. And he, he, he bounces and you're like, dear God, please land correctly. Because at this point, I love me some job. I'm one of the biggest John Morant <laughs> fans, even though I'm a Laker fan and I'm worried. Like I want him to be smarter. You know, sometimes the dunk or the high fly act is not, it's not needed. Just so score just the two points. Just because you can doesn't mean you yeah, should. Yeah, like. Also, he doesn't have the physique. He do When I tell you, he w I was right behind the bench. I did not know he was this skinny. He's so small. <laughs> when like, he turns to the side. You can <laughs> dude, he was in his Grizzlies hoodie. And I was like, oh my God, he's so small. So I hope. And I hope he stays healthy. I really do. And uh, per Clubhouse, I definitely said if he stays in the fourth seed, he will knock out the Golden State Warriors in the second round. So you're and I stand you by so? that. You're a stand. Oh, and I stand you by think it. So? Absolutely. With play coming back? What you mean? Absolutely. You have Steven Adams, who's very underrated at center. Yeah, yeah. Strongest center I've ever seen. I like him. He's ridiculous. Then you have Jaron. Jaron. And he can hold his breath really Then you long got underwater. Dylan Brooks. He'll be back. He got every. <laughs> <laughs> You have you have Jaron, like you have a lot of players that believe in the system. And John Morant is that one guy that believes for everybody. I feel like it's unmatched. And I feel like he has Steph Curry's number. He knocked Steph out last year. Okay. And already won this year. I, I like that prediction. Okay. So you're saying Memphis over Golden State. So then now, how far does Memphis go? Uh they lose the next round. <laughs> <laughs> Two, which is Yo, it's hard. Uh, I, I want to give respect to Phoenix. I really do because you can never overlook a Monty coach team with 
perfect balance of offense and defense. Then they added JaVale McGee, which is a piece that we needed to keep. That's perfect off Mm -hmm. the bench right behind DeAndre Ayton because we know last year he exposed himself with his youth and experience. And he looked lost. like It looked like a whole blunder last year. But I think that the experience and with JaVale next to him, it's only going to make them better. Uh, Bridges, Cam, uh, you know, like I feel like they're just a well-rounded team. Like, and when it comes to a seven-game series and the game slows down, they're a perfect mix to beat you in a seven-game series. So the Suns are to be respected. Um, the thing about it is I'm a Laker fan and I'm gonna keep it real. At the end of the day, if we make the playoffs, when you slow this game down, LeBron, AD, Russ. That's hard to beat in a seven-game series because now you can make killer substitutions, killer lineups. Like, now I can say, Russ, we're about to lose this series if you don't sit. So you need to come off the bench as a sixth man. We can make those adjustments, right? So in a seven-game series, yes, we can. No, 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 no. We I will knock on Staples Center Bogle. door. Oh, excuse me. Staples. Crypto. No, Crypto, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a hard time doing it, y'all. It Staples here. Don't I can't worry. do Staples. it. <laughs> because I still say the San time. Diego Chargers, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but. Look, I mean, you, you have a really good point about, with Phoenix because Phoenix was there. Right. And and they they and, and when you when you could taste it and then and, and, then get, and lose then out, it, and then lose out. You're driven. It, it makes you way more driven the following year. And they didn't lose anything. So um, they, they're going to definitely be a hard out. Uh, we need to we need to we need to get healthy and 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 actually play, you know, 10 games together, you know, 15 games, you know, together. <laughs> sound like the Brooklyn. Yeah, it's for last real. Year. Yeah, I mean, I, I really they look, like, they that's look, they like, look well, pretty uh, underwhelming too. Even though yes. they're first, they're the most underwhelming first place yeah, team I've ever seen. But they, but they got KD, Kyrie. They no, wanna, I get it, but yeah, like Kyrie, literally, listen, listen they, they want to make the playoffs. And they just, will, but that's exactly what they're saying though? about the Lakers. They just want to make the playoffs. Yeah, you don't want to see them. You don't see them. they want to make thing. But when I'm saying that they want to make the playoffs, it'd be the fifth seed or below, because that way they they can have more away games than home games. That makes sense oh, on uh, it does so he can play more right, right. but it would it would do yourselves a disservice if you if you literally lose first place to move to fifth why would you do that I think that you listen James Harden and KD healthy should be enough to Agreed. get you there I'm sorry with your supporting cast you should be okay the fact that Kyrie is needed is a problem. And the way that Kevin Durant is exerting himself, listen, I come down hard on Russell Westbrook for his turnovers and so forth. I'm going to go on record and say, listen, everybody go look at James Harden turnovers. He's just as bad. Yeah. Just as bad, but it doesn't get highlighted. I'd rather have Westbrook than Harden on my team. Really? Really? What? I just, I'm not, I've never He can make a layup. What are you talking about? I understand, but on this squad right now. I'm telling y'all right now, I don't agree. No, but I don't. I I mean, I I think they're kind of like the same player. No. Well, because here's the thing: like neither one of them play defense. What? One player's shots go in, and the other one doesn't. Right. Well. (laughs) What? Yeah, but even when he's fat, his shots go in. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No. Darn. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think I think what we'll do is we'll move on to our. Let's let's ask Clubhouse. Let's go to Clubhouse. Who who, who do you want? Do you rather have Harden or Westbrook? Blink your mic. What do we got over there? 
Wait. What do we got? Nobody, nobody. Nobody. I would see everyone Let's wants to see. stay away no, from no, no. I know who okay, to, I know got, who to call. We got crispy. Right, no, crispy, but I know yeah. who to call. Shannon gotta be there. Uh-huh. Hey, go crispy, ahead, Crispy. I'm definitely uh, running Westbrook all day, every day. I believe in Westbrook. And um, I think he's going to do great things. And listen, you guys give uh, Chris Paul way too much um, credit here. <laughs> here we go. Um, I, need, I need everybody to go back and look at when he crossed his team, not just this time, but um, in 2014, I believe it was, when he was with OKC, I believe. Uh, I, I think turnover is what it's been too. But I'm going to go on mute. Uh, Westbrook is, is my guy. Um, fight me after 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 they win. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you at the there parade. You go. Next is crispy the there. Parade. Yeah, crispy. Go ahead. Yeah, I think with this team particularly, um, I might have to go with James Harden, man. <laughs> you know, if I'm the coach and I got James Harden on my squad, I'm like James Harden. All we need you to do is shoot the rock. Nothing else. We just need you to shoot the rock from three. You know. You could take some mid-range shots as well, but I'm going definitely on James Harden. And so just be a, a I know he does. type. <laughs> just use him like a cop. Yeah, player. I know he – yeah, for sure. He definitely turns the ball over at the same clip, but um, you, you just can't overlook that scoring. Not necessarily Kyle Korver. Maybe like a Clay Thompson. You can still drive if you want, get the foul, whatever. But putting LeBron back on the ball and having James Harden open for that shot, dude, Russell is not making that shot. James Harden is. Uh, even though you're turning it over, I'm having points on the other end. Russell Westbrook still misses wide open layups. So at the end of the day, I'm I'm sorry, Shannon, but I'm not picking Russ. He can go. You can go to a swap. There you go. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, is there anybody else in Clubhouse? Anything else to say? If not, link your mic. Link your mic really quick. You've got about three seconds. One. Okay, Shannon, go ahead. Go ahead, Shannon, please. <laughs> I just, I just would like to say, um, uh, for all of those who thought that LeBron James was too old to play, that man is killing. Um, I need the rest of them guys to score more than six points. Look, I'm rocking with LeBron. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we have Look. you rocking with LeBron. Come on, cool. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Mike really? Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh you got sound effects Come on. Oh, oh Alante. You know, since LeBron has been playing five, he's been averaging 35. Let's, come on. Well, Let's like I real. said, I'm right. Look, look, everybody knows I'm not nowhere near close to being. I ain't hating. Look, everybody knows I'm nowhere near close to being a, a, a LeBron fan, but I, I ain't hating. Will you stop doing that? Will you stop doing that? But look, I will I'll say, say this, fellas. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lante. I'll say this. LeBron is showing Anthony Davis how to play the five. Pretty so much. There's no excuse for him when he comes back. I'll say that. So I see a situation where LeBron could pretty much play five on offense and AD could play five on defense. Bruh. So I haven't given up on this season. I think that we still got smoke for everybody in the league. Talk your talk, Alante. I like it, Alante. Talk your talk, Alante. Well, look, you're, they, you're getting me motivated. Can well, you get into the locker room really quick and bruh, talk to these I guys? I think they need all of us <laughs> I'm serious, at this point. Alante. Yeah, but you know right. what, though? But like I said, I agree with you, Alante. Like, if my whole thing is, okay, let's get healthy. Let's stop trying to do these trade talks and all that type of stuff. Let's rock with this team. Like, we put this team together. It was a championship team at game one. Why all of a sudden are we trying to – Oh my God! Make these unless these it's moves. a big move, like for Simmons. <laughs> yeah, because you have the top two turnover masters on one team. That's why. Okay. And when you're in Game Six, 
of a seven game series and you have the ball in uh Russell Westbrook's hand praying he doesn't turn it over. Jesus Lord. Oh my gosh. If you go airborne one more time without a pass, I'm so sorry. I'm going to throw my phone at the TV. Don't that's like it's that's so like annoying. basic one-on-one basketball. It's literally point guard one-on-one. <laughs> it is. It's so and he does it so often too. He like breaks that rule so often. You know what? You know what I feel like though? I feel like I did not know all this about Westbrook. You did because you know, oh, we don't watch him. Right. That's because so I mean, <laughs> You know, because, you know, when he was just getting triple doubles and getting the MVP and, and all that stuff and, and and you watch the highlights. Well, also, I, when you when we would watch them play the Lakers and he'd get those turnovers, we were like, we're damn good. Well, look at our we're, 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 we're amazing. creating we're that. amazing. Yeah, we're actually. No, oh, wait. No, that was that wasn't oh, that us was at him. all. That, <laughs> that was him. That was him the whole time. Yeah, oh, we okay. never did the turnover ratio. Exactly. <laughs> never paid attention yeah. to any of that. Never the plus minus. None of that. Awesome. OK, so if you're with us each week and you are because this is the Profanity Nation podcast voice of the professional fan. So you have to be here every Sunday at 830 p.m. live. We have a segment. We finish up the show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike's. Mike is going to go ahead and share his thoughts or opinion on a topic. And he just wants to know, is he inbounds or out of bounds? Money Mike. Let me just, let me, I ain't hating. That's, you know what? I'm going to tell you, that is a perfect hit it one more time. I ain't hating. Because somebody's going to say I'm hating. Okay. Somebody's going to say I'm hating on this. But I really yeah. want to know what, what, what people think. So TJ Watt, right? Amazing, amazing uh, football player. Amazing, uh, uh, you know, DB. I'm not, yeah, defensive end that guy got 22 and a half sacks and he tied Michael Strahan's 2001 um as as a, the uh, sack leader exactly. so basically you have Michael Strahan with 22 and a half sacks and you also have TJ Watt 22 and a half sacks I'm not hating on TJ Watt but he had one additional game to get that sack mm-hmm. am I out of bounds for saying that I don't think TJ Watts to 22 and a half sats are as great as Michael Strahan's because he had an extra game to do it. That sounds like the LeBron and MJ argument because LeBron has been playing for so long, but I'm going to go on mute. No. Wait, 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 wait. Did it? Did it? I'm sorry. This is Taylor again. I'm sorry. I know we, we last week. Didn't uh, he gave this a game. He missed two games with a groin injury. Two games this year. Two games. He only played fifteen games. I was going to ask yeah, so how many games played, as opposed to how how yeah. long the season is. How many games played during that record season? I was like, so I think games played from Strand from uh, Michael's like Mike Strand, who was I think it was sixteen still. Okay. Right. Even then, TJ played fifteen games. So yeah, he like, said I had one more week. Yeah. so he's yeah. out of, so no he's out of bounds. So he's out of bounds. So I'm y'all. out of bounds. He's out of bounds. Yeah, so he did it in 15 weeks. So he actually did it in a shorter time. He did it in a short time. All right. So, so Drew yeah. says. So Drew says out of bounds. Okay. Okay. What Shout out think, to Drew. No, to no I, I mean that. I mean that respectfully. Like we all, we all have like those That's like correct. moments. You know, like we all, we all have those like specific things. So. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, I mean, you are right because listening about this, and I mean this in a very sensitive way, is like if you upgrade the NBA to 100 games a season, anybody can beat 
anybody's record. It's <laughs> You're true. Right? It's true. That's, right? it's true. That's right? like what I just said. Like the, the <laughs> LeBron versus, like he has more time to b- beat so many other records. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, exactly. I think you're out of bounds. Okay. Yeah. I I, I, I'm going to say out of bounds as well because yeah. you can go so deep with that. You can say, oh, well, there were only X amount of teams in the league at that point. Then they expanded to more teams. So you had to get more, just more travel, more – you, you, you play the season, you play what's handed to you, and, and you do the best you can. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say, actually, you're out of bounds, Money Mike. Right. But, we got 100% out of bounds. Get your 100%. Bounds. That's pretty wow. cool, dude. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm hating. <laughs> Apparently, I am. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, All right. Everybody, money might get to leave a little bit. Hey, yeah, you know what? Try <laughs> he get, was trying to get I'm, one on his Yeah, head. he got yeah. shafted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there anybody in Clubhouse that agrees with me? Blink your mic. Crickets? Okay. Well, all right. Well, that's right next week. That is it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. Uh, be sure to join us. If you wanted to take part in the show, you can hear everybody here. Uh, Alante, you can hear Crispy. You can be part of that. All you got to do is join the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on the Clubhouse app, and they are growing. That's where you're going to be able to talk with the likes of Andrea. Uh, crispy and all these people that you hear on the show and again um you we're open so you can go ahead and you'll be part of the show as well so be sure to join there if you're listening on the tgn radio app that's the spot to go be sure to check out our sister and brother shows that are out there and if you're listening on bashani thumbs up i'd like to say a big shout out to woodhaven new york in uh queens uh the the boroughs we have a lot of downloads over there so you know who you are and i just want to give a shout out and each week we're going to shout out a city where our listeners are coming from so uh woodhaven new york we hear you we see you thank you for your support and we appreciate it we will be back next week we are expected to have pat back in the house that pat should be back here but again we appreciate everybody that's been here everybody who's been joining us and we will see you next week. Have a good one. A podcast for the fans by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. 